Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. July 18th, 2022. Advertising. Streamers, if you do not optimize for time spent, you will fail. In the linear TV world, consumers were essentially stuck in a walled garden of broadcast and cable networks. Channel surfing led to consumers stumbling on programming and getting lost in the world of linear TV. At its peak, over 100 million households were subscribing to a multi-channel bundle of TV channels and watching five-plus hours per day per person, generating over $70 billion of national and local TV advertising. While virtually every legacy media company has embraced direct-to-consumer streaming, they remain financially tethered to the shrinking multi-channel video bundle as their streaming services bleed cash, each losing billions of dollars per year. To make matters worse, the audience still watching linear TV is aging rapidly and is leading to an increasingly narrow reach for brands and advertisers. The same older eyeballs are seeing the same ads over and over again. Brands and advertisers want to reach consumers on ad-supported streaming services. Unfortunately, there are simply not enough premium, long-form content impressions, time spent on ad-supported SVOD services, available to shift tens of billions of ad dollars from linear TV. With robust subscription and advertising dollars still flowing from the multi-channel bundle, it is difficult for legacy media companies to fully disrupt themselves and push bundle-critical content, meaning sports, exclusively to streaming. In addition, they are not giving consumers enough fresh content to watch on their streaming services, which drives snacking versus binging behavior. Most of the time, consumers are turning on a streaming service to only watch one show for 30 to 60 minutes and then coming back the next week, given weekly releases, similar to what they did on linear TV for decades for a given network. Although at times, you would at least stumble back into that network through channel surfing. When you change the channel in the linear TV world, you are still within the ad-supported linear TV bundle. Whereas in the streaming world, once you leave an ad-supported service, whether it's SVOD or FAST, you can end up in ad-free content or non-premium content. While there's a robust debate whether weekly releases or binging drives the most consumer quote-unquote buzz, there's no disputing that releasing weekly negatively impacts time spent, as consumers do not get lost in a series. Not to mention, you can also easily cancel a streaming service the minute you have finished a particular series. It was far more difficult in the MVPD world where channels were bundled together without consumer choice. Without the safety, the walled garden, of the multi-channel bundle, legacy media streaming platforms are competing for time spent against SVOD-only platforms such as Netflix, Prime Video, and Apple TV+, as well as free ad-supported platforms such as YouTube. The war for time and attention is growing more fierce by the day, as Charlie Ergen, Dish founder, astutely observed earlier this year. Quote, A trend in the younger generation. If you're watching two hours of TikTok, you're not watching two hours of Discovery. The TV commercial load is still heavy. We just do things that make it frustrating for consumers. Charlie Ergen, Dish Founder, May 6, 2022. Important to remember that YouTube represents over 20% of time spent on connected TVs, inclusive of YouTube TV, second only to Netflix. While it remains very early days for TikTok on the big screen, as shown in the screenshot embedded to the right, TikTok TV launched in late 2021 in North America. The threat appears significant over the next several years. The hashtag-driven categorization of TikTok, 
feels a lot like the multi-channel bundle, but with seemingly infinite categories such as funny, love, comedy, music, cooking, workout, gaming, prank, anime, fashion, basketball, animals, etc. By the way, the funny hashtag has nearly 2 trillion views. The ad supported SVOD opportunity driven by time spent. In our June 2021 post, new SVOD entrants all making critical mistake, optimizing for wrong outcome, we stated, quote, tech companies are using content and programming to capture even more time spent per day, driving addiction to their platforms, whereas legacy media companies are all now trying to become tech companies, but they're failing to recognize the most important element of quote-unquote winning tech companies, which is controlling as much time spent per user per day as possible, end quote. Recent Comscore data from March 2022 illustrates 27% growth in total connected TV streaming service time spent between March 2021 and March 2022. Impressive growth given the pandemic comp and illustrates the accelerating shift from linear TV to streaming TV. We've converted Comscore's connected TV streaming time spent market share data into total connected TV hours streamed for each of the major services in both time periods and contrasted the change in time spent to reported subscriber growth, or MAUs for AVOD, over the same period. Note, the CTV hours and share below are domestic only. We have repeatedly talked about how the more someone uses a streaming service, the less likely they are to churn, which ties to Netflix having the lowest churn among SVOD services. However, the importance of time spent becomes the critical driver of revenue when you are trying to sell advertising. Time spent creates inventory, impressions that can be monetized. In the connected TV world, Netflix and YouTube dominate time spent and are actually strengthening their lead relative to peers as shown in the table above with a combined 45% share in March 2021, growing to 50% in March 2022. Isolating ad-supported services, YouTube itself represents nearly 50% of ad-supported connected TV time spent, with Hulu second at around 20%. We assume 70% of Hulu's time spent is ad-supported inclusive of its Hulu Live VMVPD. No other streaming service represents even 5% of ad-supported connected TV time spent, with that share dropping down to 2% or less when you factor in ad-free services in the chart embedded above. While brands and advertisers may be less discerning over where they advertise today, as they are desperate to reach viewers on connected TVs, over time, we believe the scaled platforms will reach and time spent will dominate. Services such as Netflix and Disney are both starting off with zero ad-supported subscribers. However, the relative time spent illustrates just how large the financial opportunity is for Netflix. If 40% of Netflix and Disney Plus subscribers ultimately take lower-price ad-supported tiers, Netflix would rise to the number two ad-supported streaming platform in terms of time spent, well ahead of Hulu and only behind YouTube. Disney Plus, on the other hand, would be only slightly larger than Pluto and Tubi, with less than one-third the ad-supported time spent of Hulu. As a reference point, Hulu generates around $3 billion of revenue today, ad revenue, whereas Pluto and Tubi are about $1 billion. In turn, Netflix appears domestically alone to have a $4 billion advertising opportunity and growing as it and CTV as a whole grows, whereas Disney Plus domestically is likely under $1 billion. Remember, a significant portion of Disney's time spent skews to children under the age of 10. This help explains why Microsoft was willing to make a multi-billion dollar minimum guarantee to Netflix to win its advertising business.
Five other CTV observations from the table embedded above. Number one, Hulu and Amazon Prime video share declining. Whereas the top two CTV streaming platforms increased their market share, Hulu and Amazon Prime's video, so their combined share dropped from 26 to 21%. Both services had nearly the same connected TV time spent year over year, despite the robust growth in overall time spent highlighted earlier. The decline in their time spent is perplexing given that the content on both Hulu and Prime Video feels like it's improved meaningfully over the past year. Part of the answer is clearly rising competition. Peacock in particular has increasing content overlap with Hulu ahead of the September 2022 content split. But we wonder whether the other aspect is weekly content releases, which makes it difficult to get quote-unquote lost in the content. Number two, Disney and HBO Max growing share. Disney Plus and HBO Max are both taking connected TV streaming time spent share, benefiting from significant subscriber increases year over year, as well as more programming. Note, HBO Max subs have clearly benefited from the launch of a lower cost ad supported tier. The surprising part is that even with the growth, each still represents less than 5% of connected TV time spent. Number three, AVOD and Fast growing rapidly, but still small. Paramount's Pluto TV and Fox's Tubi are both growing rapidly. However, they collectively only represent 4% of total CTV time spent, dwarfed by free ad-supported YouTube at 21% share. The good news for both Pluto and Tubi is that with linear TV viewership in freefall, outside of sports, ad buyers are increasingly looking to shift dollars at an accelerating rate to ad-supported connected TV. However, as new ad-supported platforms such as Netflix and Disney enter the scene, we wonder how much they will grow the connected TV advertising pie versus taking share from streaming platforms that skew heavily towards deep library content, Pluto and Tubi. Very important topic to watch in 2023. Number four, where is Discovery Plus? Discovery Plus does not even represent 1% of connected TV time spent in March 2022. Discovery Plus launched in January 2021 and always felt like a niche offering for Discovery superfans. We suspect the limited appeal of Discovery Plus helped drive Discovery's interest in its merger with Warner Media, with Discovery Plus's content offering likely to be embedded into HBO Max in the not too distant future. Number five, Peacock performance unclear. Peacock's 1% CTV market share is underwhelming. However, we suspect the vast majority of Peacock usage is still occurring on Comcast and Cox set top boxes, which is not captured by the Comscore connected TV data. Peacock is essentially an improved VOD product for Comcast and Cox video subscribers, embedded directly into the set-top box menu, with light adoption usage of its direct-to-consumer CTV offering.